Healthcare workers are under an immense amount of pressure in their day-to-day lives. Some days are better than others in the journey to find balance. This podcast will explore how doctors, nurses, medical students, and other health professionals are attempting to reduce pressures in their lives, reduce the feeling of burnout at work. This is their journey, finding joy. Hi, I'm Katie, a fourth year student at the Elson S. Floyd College of Medicine going into family medicine. I completed my third year family medicine clerkship with Dr. Bomstead at Providence Medical Group in Mukilteo, Washington. So I actually grew up in the Detroit area and spent all of my childhood and some of my adult life in Michigan. And I was initially actually drawn to public health. Um, I got my master's in public health out of undergrad because I Um, volunteered at a free clinic in Detroit and saw kind of the devastating health disparities that exist in Detroit and wanted to promote healthy food and access to like just kind of basic needs like medical care and good education in underserved communities. Um, Actually followed my spouse to Washington and that's how I ended up in Seattle and around the same time decided that I wanted to apply to medical school. I really wanted to go back to like to seeing patients and and having those day-to-day really kind of enriching interactions with patients that I could have long-term longitudinal relationships with. And so I had decided I wanted to go into medicine and kind of always wanted to do family medicine to, to still kind of care for underserved communities. Through her studies at Washington State University, Katie has been working alongside Dr. Bumstead. So I'm a family practice physician, and so I work uh, in the clinic, call outpatient, and have been doing that in the community for 21 years. So I'm part of the Providence Medical Group, and I'm located in our uh, Mukilteo Clinic, so it's called Harbor Point. I mean, if I think back, I've wanted to be in medicine for a long, long time. I've always loved the sciences. I always loved sort of being a detective, trying to figure things out. Um, I've always enjoyed working with people. When I was young, I had spent a lot of time at summer camps, uh, so always really enjoyed um, youth and outdoors and activity, exercise, wellness has always been a big focus. For Dr. Bumstead, checking in on her staff is an important way to set the tone for the day. All of her staff, including Katie, appreciate it. Yeah, I think we try. I mean, I know personally I try to sort of make sure I check in with everybody when I arrive to just walk around the clinic, say hello. Um, I find it really helpful just to, you know, try and see what people are up to in their lives, check in, how's your weekend? What are you looking forward to? I think that's really meaningful. And it's those, those are often just fun conversations as well. They lighten the day. I I often would arrive earlier than her to, to kind of prepare to see the patients for the day. And so I was usually there when she arrived and she would just kind of make the rounds as she was coming into the clinic and say hi to every single person that she could and just, you know, kind of check in and see how everyone was doing. And I think that that really set a tone in the clinic of people that just kind of cared about each other and um, really enjoyed working together. And I think it made, I like all, you know, everyone, the medical assistants, the nurses, the receptionists, like everyone in the office was excited to work together. And I think just having people that like cared about each other and checked in with each other was part of that. Throughout the day, Dr. Bumstead keeps the momentum up in her clinic by making sure to acknowledge hard work and letting everyone know they are valued. I think like in medicine and healthcare, it's so easy to get uh, frustrated and stressed by a lot of the little things that everyone has to do that sometimes don't seem like they're actually 
helping the patient, you know, it's, it's often like part of the system, part of how we get paid. And so I think it's really easy to get bogged down in those day-to-day tasks that don't seem very fun. But I think that Dr. Bumstead does a great job of just thanking her, thanking her whole team. Like whenever, whenever somebody does something that is, that is good, or sometimes that's hard. Um, I can remember, yeah, like one of her, the medical assistants that works on the team, um, you know, often have to just ask like difficult questions to patients or patients that are challenging to communicate with or have mobility needs. Um, and the medical assistants do a lot to help those patients. And I think um, I, I noticed Dr. Bumstead would always go out of her way to thank her staff for doing, just taking good care of patients. Dr. Bumstead doesn't stop there. She goes above and beyond outside of work to be there for her staff when they need help. Anytime I've been stressed or I was on a break during third year to study for the step one exam, which is a, a huge board exam that we all take. And I was really stressed about it. And um, she and I like kind of live close to each other. So she would, anytime I needed it, would offer to go for a walk and just kind of help me de-stress and help me talk through some of the challenges I was facing. And so that in addition to her responsibility as my preceptor, but she really made sure that um, when I was stressed, she did whatever she could to to help me out. Outside of work, both Dr. Bumstead and Katie enjoy finding ways to de-stress and reset for the next day at the clinic. Yeah, I'm a pretty consistent runner. I have no desire to run far, but I run most mornings of the week. And I have the, you know, I think it's sort of the, the luck of having the ability to sort of shift my schedule a little bit. So I'm in clinic four days a week, but a couple days I start later, one day I start early. But yeah, so I pretty much sort of protect that um, half hour in the morning and uh, go for three miles and just sort of start my day with a run. I'm a, totally an outdoors person, so it doesn't matter, rain, snow, whatever, that's, I'm okay with that. I have a dog, he's a great companion, so he he likes to run too. I've always enjoyed being active, but I made it more of a priority to try to exercise regularly, even if it's just, you know, even if I have like a, a 12 or 15 hour day, I just come, I try to come home and at least like ride my bike on the bike trainer for 20 minutes or go for like a short run. Um, if I have more time, then I usually do something a lot more intense or longer exercise. And, and then I also like on my days off, I try to just completely unplug from from medical school and try to just forget to stop thinking about whatever is stressing me out. Like right now, as a fourth year, I'm applying to residency programs and there's a lot of stress around. I just finished interview season, but like all the interviews, you know, every single one. And then you think about, and then stress thinking about like how I'm going to rank each program and how they're going to, whether they're going to rank me. And so I think I think I, I had a break during interview season and on the days I wasn't interviewing, I tried to go skiing or like go climbing or, or just even stay, stay at home, but do some yoga or go for a run because I, I needed to definitely take my mind off of, you know, just sitting at the computer thinking about residency programs all day. And so, so yeah, so I think I've slowly kind of developed those habits and I also really have some days I'm just so tired from medical school that just like watching Netflix or reading is also a way that I relieve my stress. So um, I try to be active, but some days I just have to kind of curl up on the couch and watch a, a TV show, but something to take my mind off because I could have my mind going 24 hours a day if I let it. And so I have to kind of work in that practice of taking care of myself. Everyone has had to adapt to COVID-19 and Providence Medical Group is no exception. 
Although traditional customs of celebrating among staff members had to be paused this year, Dr. Bumstead's clinic still found ways to enjoy and celebrate the company of the staff she works with. Every single year, I've been in practice 21 years, every single year we have a holiday get together and we do a gift exchange and we share food and we didn't do it this year. You know, we still did the gift exchange, but it's just um, different. So I think a lot of that sort of shared celebration, recognition, meals, um, it just couldn't happen in the same way. And we tried to do some different things. So we've definitely, I think, you know, tried to still have opportunities for recognition. And we had individual package cookies for one thing. And everybody got their individual package cookie at their desk on their Zoom, you know, staff meeting. Um, so still trying to do that. And I think a lot also just trying to check in with people and, and recognize like this is stressful. This can feel scary. Um, our patients are needing a lot more of our emotional energy and many, many more of our patients are needing our emotional energy. So I think a little bit trying to have, keep those conversations. We also have a really cool behavioral health team and social workers um, and one of our care management nurses. So a couple of times at meetings, they would share um, some reflections around just self-care or uh, the most recent one, we did a meditative exercise for the first you know, three minutes of our meeting that was you know, visualization and breathing. So I think people have done a really good job trying to you know, create some of those tools or just make them part of our day as opposed to saying you should meditate at home. You know? No, I mean, I think I, there's a few thoughts I think that are important. I mean, one, COVID's super stressful, but I think burnout is, you know, burnout and has been an issue for many, many years. It's not sort of just new this past year. And like I said, when I started practicing, it was a paper chart. The note was short. You could scribble it down as you went and you went home. When you went home, it was actually illegal to take charts home, right? You couldn't take a person's personal chart home. So I was thinking about it. And, you know, it used to be that when you were at work, you're at work. When you're at home, you're at home. And now what happens a lot is people are working at home. And, you know, with an electronic base, everybody can be in theory working all the time if they want. And there's always something more to review. So I think that's made it super challenging. Um, and even with, you know, trying to have the right environment, there's just a lot of tasks that have been generated by a, an electronic platform. So there's value to it for sure, right? Because we can pull data and we can, it'll flag me to tell me my patient has or hasn't had a test. But on the flip side, it's created this huge volume of what I would call sort of, um, you know, clerical burden or, or clicking and task work. Uh, and I think that has contributed a lot to, to the burnout because it's, it's just too much. And people start to feel, I think a lot, a lot of physicians and clinicians start to feel like they're spending just a, a large proportion of their time doing things that aren't meaningful to them and not what they went to medical school to study to do. So it takes away from taking care of patients. All in all, the best way to reduce burnout is to be conscious of it. Tune in to your specific experiences, understand the resources available, and maybe even find your own way to inject a little fun into the workplace. Do you ever watch the TV show? Do you ever watch the TV show, The Office? So I just always think of the office break room when they made that party break room with the disco ball. I, so I kind of think every office needs one of those. <laughs> just like five minutes, turn on the music, dance a little bit, um, you know, or just in spirit. So, you know. If you have a unique way of minimizing burnout in the medical field, let us know. Email medicine.ipoc at wsu.edu. This podcast series is made for the Washington State University Elson S. Floyd College of Medicine and funded by the Health Resources Service Administration Grant number T0BHP33106.